beautiful people, you are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life and growth. And I'm your host, Ifeinwa Moronike. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Anytime you're listening to this, I hope your day is going super duper well. I hope you guys are also excited for the new season coming in, Christmas season, the new year. I don't know if you guys are the kind of people that write New Year's resolutions. I typically don't. Only because I just think if there's something that you want to reserve for the new year, what's stopping you from like starting now? Like if you have a workout goal, why not start now? I mean, I know people want to eat for Christmas, so I kind of understand. But there are some things that you can, instead of procrastinating, you can just start those goals now. Like I haven't worked out in ages and I did for the first time in a few weeks, maybe even a month last week. And um, (laughs) I'm sorry, yesterday. And uh, that was interesting, to say the least. (laughs) Um, Have I gone back in terms of my stamina? Definitely. But it's a journey. And no, I'm not going to wait for the new year. I'm going to start now. So, you know, I hope maybe I'll keep you guys posted on how that is going. Quick testimony. I'm going to share this on my Instagram. Guys, prayer works. I'm the kind of person, immediately there is a slight change in temperature. I get headaches. And they can be quite serious headaches sometimes. And sometimes if I don't take paracetamol, because I don't always take medicine, because taking paracetamol each time you have a headache can't be that healthy. And I have them a lot. So anytime I have them, I just try and let them go naturally. But maybe for the past two months, they weren't going. I would fall asleep, wake up again, the same headache. And I would have it for days at a time without it going. Or it will stop a bit, then come back again. So this was going on for a while. And I live in Nigeria, so there is always going to be a rapid increase in temperature. So it's like, how could I avoid this? But anyway, my mom was like, why don't you pray about it? And so I did. And literally yesterday I realized, whoa, sorry, Sunday, I realized, um, wow, I haven't had a headache in a while. Like, I think it's been a month. And I think when I was praying this, I wasn't praying for God. I never want to get a headache again. I just prayed like, I don't want to be getting headaches each time there's a change in temperature. Like, that's not practical i live in nigeria i live in africa so when i prayed about it i didn't even realize god had answered my prayer until yesterday i mean sorry sunday and i just think that is so marvelous you may see it as something so small but it had been bothering me for a while for months actually in fact it just got worse that's why i was like i need to pray about this and god answered so god answers prayers guys that was just my little testimony right there but anyway let's get into this episode i think this episode is for a lot of people out there i think i say this a lot like at the beginning of a lot of episodes but the reason i say this for this is because i know the average christian goes through their funk like the spiritual funk where you seem to be doing all the right things, but there's no connect. There is no connection between what you're doing and the Holy Spirit or the presence of God. So we're going to start off with, I'm not going to say question, maybe a little activity kind of thing. Um, if you're in a public place, you don't have to do this out. You can just, you know, do it with inside, like inside you. But um, raise your hand if sometimes reading your Bible, praying, going to church, all that sort of thing, sometimes they feel like chores. Sometimes it feels like these things are chores. Sometimes you think of these things and you dread them. Raise your hand if that is you. Be honest, okay? There is no shame here. There is, on Limitless, there is no shame. We are all walking on this journey to get closer to God together. So there's no shame. Raise your hand if that is you. Because at one point, this was me. I'm not going to lie. This was me at some point. But to live your life and your journey on getting close to God as a chore 
when you see as burdensome, that's how you know something is wrong. That is not how it's supposed to be. That is not how it's supposed to be. If being a Christian was burdensome, I would not be advocating for people to become Christians. I would not be telling people, Jesus loves you, come to Christ. Da, da, da. I wouldn't be saying that if it's burdensome for me. I'm saying it because I have so much joy in seeking God and I want other people to also have that experience. So if you're not having that experience, what's going on? What's missing? Why do you feel like you're doing the right things and there's still a disconnect? First of all, how do you even know if your faith is becoming a routine? Well, I kind of said it before. You're doing all the right things, but they feel like chores. Your relationship with God isn't getting any deeper because you're not seeking God out of will. You're serving him out of obligation. Because if you're seeking God from your heart, then you're serving him would be from your will. You'll be willing to serve him. You, in fact, you have joy serving him. Once it becomes an obligation, it's not fun. In fact, it's not growing. It's a burden. It's a chore. Nobody likes chores. Okay, there are some people out there that like chores. I don't know. You people, I don't understand why. But, you know, everybody has their thing, okay? <laughs> some people like chores. I don't like a chore. I do not like chores. And I never want my relationship seeking God to feel like a chore. I want it to be something I enjoy, a journey I enjoy. Sometimes you do these things, you're praying, you don't even know why. It lacks meaning. It lacks value. It lacks depth. And once something begins to lack value, you wouldn't want to do it. I mean, you may do it to please your parents. You may do it to please your church. You may do it to please people around you like, oh, she's such a good Christian girl. He's such a good Christian boy. But you inside know, I'm not doing this because I want to seek God. I'm just doing this to please you people. I'm doing this to please God. So God can be like, wow, that's such a great son of mine. But I'm not doing it because I want to seek him. I'm not doing it because I love him. I'm just doing it for doing sake. Guys, that's not how it's supposed to be. That isn't how it's supposed to be. Because you may be so busy with church activities and doing all these things, but you'll be feeling more and more distant from God. Now, there's a difference between having a routine and discipline. Once the purpose of you waking up in the morning and praying is because it's on your to-do list, that is the only reason you're doing it. That's when it's become a routine. But discipline is just, I wake up first thing in the morning, I want to spend time with my God. That's what sets me for the day. Guys, one of my favorite times of the day is my quiet time. And whenever I don't have my quiet time, I always kind of feel a bit off until I eventually do have it because it sets my day on the right pace. It sets my day with God leading me today. I want to get into your word. I want to have peace. I just want to start my morning quiet. I don't want to just first thing in the morning. I don't want to fill my mind with the troubles or the stresses of the world first thing in the morning. I want to fill my mind with you first thing in the morning. I want to cleanse my mind first thing in the morning and receive the peace that surpasses all understanding. I want that to guard my heart and mind in the morning. That's why I do it. But if you're doing it because my mom says I should be doing it every morning, eh, eh, that's when it is an issue. Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Not you will seek me and find me if you are ticking off your prayer for the day or ticking off your Bible study for the day without your heart in it. If your heart is not in what you're doing, there's going to be no connection. These things shouldn't be a routine. It should be a way of life. It shouldn't be something you do to fulfill all righteousness, to just please God. These should be things that you do to draw closer to God. Okay, so basically what happened? 
let's try and unpack this. Why is this happening? Why have something that you used to enjoy has now become a burden? Why? Well, I think there has been a spiritual disconnect. I think you have made these things way too physical. You have made going to church completely a physical activity. Sunday morning, get dressed for church, go to church, and throughout the whole church service, Sunday service, you're thinking about what am I going to do once I leave? Raise your hand. All right, another one. Raise your hand if that's you. Throughout the entire, maybe three hours, two hours, however long your church service is, you are thinking about what you're going to do immediately you leave. And you're not even present. Why? Church is just a physical thing for you. Or you're reading the Bible and you're feeling sleepy. Although this happens because, you know, discipline, guys. We need discipline, right? This happens with me as well. But sometimes you're reading the Bible and you're just reading it. You're reading words. You're not soaking it in. You're not studying it. The Holy Spirit is not there with you. You're just reading words. Or prayer. You've turned prayer into a long list of things you're asking God. Or you've turned prayer into fancy words or you're trying to emulate the prayer of your parents or trying to emulate the prayer of your pastor. That's not how it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to have the same prayer. I mean, thank God Jesus has given us guidelines on how to pray. Because, you know, his word says we don't know how to pray. The Holy Spirit needs to pray through us. And that is why. That's exactly what I'm saying. You can't do all these things without the Holy Spirit. If these things, you've turned them to physical activities, then they will lose meaning. They will lose value to you. They just become activities. The Holy Spirit needs to be involved. When you are praying, the first thing you can ask is, God, pray through me. Holy Spirit, speak through me. I don't know what I need to pray. But to add boxes to your prayer and limitations to your prayer, that's not what being a Christian is about. You're supposed to be able to pour your heart out to God. I mean, look at David. David's prayers were everything. When he was upset, he prayed. When he was happy, he prayed. When he was scared, he prayed. His prayers weren't so structured. They were what was in him. He was pouring his heart out to his heavenly father. If that's not what prayer is to you, then you're doing it wrong. If reading your Bible is reading a storybook, you're doing it wrong. When you open up your Bible, you want to hear what God is trying to say to you, for the Holy Spirit to speak to you, to send a message to you. Maybe through somebody's story in the Bible. Maybe it's through the Proverbs. Maybe it's through the Psalms. God speaks through his word, but we need the Holy Spirit to lead us. It can't be a physical activity. Okay, so I think what we need to discuss here is how do we basically get back on track? How do we get back to the place where I enjoy prayer? Or I enjoy going to church. Or I enjoy reading my Bible. I enjoy going to Bible studies. I enjoy talking about God. First of all, you need to have faith. You need to approach these things with the right mindset. I am not doing this because I'm trying to please people. I am not doing this because I think the only way to get to God is by doing the right thing. Or doing the right set of things. I am doing this because I'm trying to seek my father. I'm trying to grow in my relationship with him. I'm trying to know him more, love him more, serve him more. That's why you're doing these things. Hebrews 11.6 And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. It doesn't say without works it's impossible to please God. Of course, faith without works is pointless. 
But when we say works, it's more than just read your Bible, Bible study. It's your lifestyle. If you're reading your Bible and it's not reflecting your lifestyle, you're wasting your time. If you are praying and you are just given a long list of things you want and it's not being led by the Holy Spirit, you're wasting your time. It's time to change your mindset. All right, so how do you do this? Let's start from the beginning. Unpack everything. Unpack everything on how you normally do stuff. Unpack it. Let's start with first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. You want to create discipline. So you want to say, okay, I want to read my Bible first thing in the morning. But I don't want it to feel like a routine. Then don't do the same thing every morning. What I used to do is I would be trying to maybe finish the Bible in one year. Then I started feeling this is a routine. I'm not enjoying this anymore. So I brought my notes. I was like, start taking notes. Start searching up notes. Start looking at what other people have said on this. And then sometimes I'll pick up a verse from whatever I'm reading. And that verse would stay with me. I'll meditate on it. And I'll memorize that verse for the week. I'll think, how is God speaking to me through this verse? What is God trying to say to me through these few Bible verses? How can I learn? How can I apply this to my life? How has what David done in the Bible, how can that teach me in my life? So I want you to try that. Don't open your Bible and start reading as a story. Open it as a manual. How can I use this to live my life? Oh, I'm really struggling with lust right now. How can I learn from Samson and him allowing a girl to move him astray? How can I learn from that and apply it to my life? Not reading it as, ah, Samson is such a bad guy. No, what can you learn from his story? It's more than that. So that's for reading your Bible. Prayer. If your prayer is a premeditated list of things in your head, you're going to get tired of that prayer very quickly. Very quickly. And your prayers are going to sound the same most of the time. You will get bored. That is a fact. You will get bored. Another mini testimony. This actually happened to me a few years back when my prayers were sounding the same and I got really bored. Like I didn't like to pray. And a Christian without a prayer life, that's not a thing. You can't be a Christian and not have a prayer life. You need a prayer life, okay? We all need a prayer life. And so I was like, God, I just don't like to pray. What can I do about it? That same week, um, I was on a group chat and somebody randomly put up. Well, it wasn't random, actually. I'm not going to say it's random. It's not coincidence at all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for listening to me and, you know, supplying me with that. Um, And they put up a book, How to Pray the Bible. And so I started using Bible verses to pray. And there's even a place in the Bible where it says, God honors his word more than his name let me see if i can find that verse actually okay here it is psalm 138 verse 2 i will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth for you have magnified your word above your name pray the word of god literally say god you told me that if if i seek you if i seek you with all my heart that i will find literally speak the word of god to god And be like, this is what you've promised me. I'm praying this into my life. Let this manifest in my life. And so I started praying the Bible. Anytime I feel like my prayers are becoming really monotonous, I pray the Bible. So change up your prayers. Stop making a list of requirements you want from God. Sometimes you pray, you won't even ask God for something. Just thank him. Sometimes you pray, you may thank God, but then you're ranting about your day. You rant about the person that irritated you today. You ask God, God, please give me the heart of forgiveness because this person has really irritated me today because the holy spirit is there to listen to you pour your heart out to him stop coming to god's presence with a list of requirements you'll get tired i pray for my mom i pray for my dad i pray for my grandma i pray for my siblings i pray for this i pray for that each time you pray come on you are going to get tired of it 
prayer doesn't have to be so structured. Speak to God freely. Okay, so church service. Start seeing church as your spiritual fuel. I think my mom told me that and um, it really stuck with me. Church is like your fuel. You are surrounded by people. All of you guys are in agreements that God is the father and Jesus is the savior. You are surrounded by like minds. You are worshiping together, praising together, celebrating God together. Have the mindset of, I am going into the sanctuary to worship God with fellow believers. I am going into the sanctuary to hear the word of God and to hear the message that God may have specifically for me. Walk in with the mindset of, I am going to enjoy this and use this as my fuel for the week. That Sunday is your time to celebrate God together, to learn more together, to hear testimonies that will shake you, to hear testimonies that will boost your faith, to pray prayers that will elevate you, to pray prayers that will fill you with the fire of Christ. That's how you see church, as a spiritual fuel. And anything around that, I mentioned prayer, I mentioned Bible reading. Like these are practical tips that you guys should actually try. You can try these tips because they work for me. I'm not going to lie. When I first started my work with God, I, I wasn't a fan of church. The only time I was a fan of church, like, you know, when you were younger and they would give you a um, biscuit or like sweets or puff puff or stuff like that at church. Uh-huh. That's when I liked church. Prayer. Uh, was I a fan of prayer before? No, not really. Reading my Bible. It was only if it was a, uh, a Bible with pictures in it when I was younger. By the time I got older, I wasn't really a fan of those things because I was doing them in the wrong way. I wasn't doing them for the right purpose. I wasn't seeking God within my heart. I was trying to serve him out of an obligation. That's not how Christianity works. You will never enjoy Christianity like that if that's how it is for you. So I understand. I understand sometimes when people say, oh, it's so boring. It's like a chore. I don't feel like doing these things. It's so blare. Of course it's so blare. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. And another thing that helps to stop the routine is don't limit your time with God to the mornings. Don't limit your time with God to Sundays. Let your whole life glorify God. Let everything you do be surrounded by God. You meet somebody, a, a conversation comes up. If you can put God in that conversation, why not? Listen to podcasts. You'll be able to gain so much knowledge from different people, from different walks of life. And by the grace of God, eventually, hopefully season two, I'll be able to get guests on YouTube. I follow so many um, Christian YouTubers, their advice, the advice they give, some of the things they go through and how they overcame them, how I can learn from that. Immerse yourself in Christian content so that your faith doesn't seem like a Sunday only thing or a morning only thing. No, it's a lifestyle. Everything I do is God. The music I listen to is God. That is going to be a separate episode. Um, about music so we're gonna have that episode we're gonna have that discussion christian content we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about horror movies we're gonna talk about explicit movies okay we're gonna go into all of that but just surround yourself with the things that make you want to love god more that will make you want to seek god more that make your journey to draw closer to god exciting yes it can be exciting it may seem like how like is this no but it is it can be exciting I'm a living testimony of that. So this episode has come to a glorious end. I do pray. I'm just, every, any person out there, you are struggling. You are doing what is 
seemingly right. I'm using air quotes, right. But it seems like there's a struggle, there's a disconnect. I pray that anyone that is struggling to connect to God, who feels like they're in a spiritual rut, who feels like they're doing all the right things, they don't know what's going on, why is it so hard to connect to God? I pray that the Holy Spirit will give you guidance on how to pray and how to seek him. He'll give you the zeal to seek him. He'll give you the heart to know him more, serve him more, love him more. I pray that the love of God will consume you so much that everything concerning him, you want to be involved in it. And I pray you get that spiritual connection back. I pray you hear God more, you see God more, you feel God more in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, guys, we are at the end of today's episode. Yeah, I love this episode, actually. Um, And I hope it was helpful. I really hope it was helpful. There's no point in me doing this and it's not helpful, okay? So I hope this episode was helpful for you. As I always say, do not forget, just one person. If there is someone you feel like is going through a spiritual rut and they feel like there's a disconnect between them and God, but they're doing all the right things, then send them this episode. And by the grace of God, it'll be helpful. And continue to pray for God to build the fire of Christ in you. That fire of Christ, pray that God will continue to let it grow. Let it grow. Let your light shine so that people may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. All right, this is a long outro. I'm going to head out now. Um, wishing you guys a blessed day wishing you guys an amazing week god bless you all love you guys so much bye guys see you next week for episode 9 bye guys